So hello and a big warm welcome to you and welcome to the Aware Parenting Conversations. And today I have lovely Laura Shaz with me. Hello, Laura. Hi, Marion. How are you? <laughs> I'm really well and so happy and excited to be talking with you today. We were having a little bit of a laugh beforehand, weren't we? So you might be able to hear the, the jollity and the happiness coming through. Yes. <laughs> So we were just uh, connecting with how long we've known each other. It's, just, it's four years now, but since we first yeah. met. So mm. I know today you really want to talk about, a lot about how you have navigated web parenting with your two children, with your daughter who's now four and your son who's one. But before you do that, I wondered if you'd share a little bit about your journey with aware parenting, you know, how you, how you got to this point, anything you want to share about that. Great. Yeah, I'd love to. I met you. Yeah, it's been four years now. My daughter was just about six months. Um, and one of the mothers had organized a bunch of moms to get together. And I, I saw your website and I said, yes, I'm definitely joining that. I loved everything about Aware Parenting. Like it just all sounded perfect to me. And I came and heard you share about Aware Parenting. I had read a bit of the articles on your website. And um, yeah, it was, it, it, I loved it all. It did take me a few months before I was actually implementing. And I've got to say like every month since then over the past four years, I, I understand how I'm slowly being able to implement more and more techniques. Um, so it's definitely been a process for myself, for my family, for my friends. Like it's, I've just seen the ripple effect of how the principles of aware parenting have helped me navigate life in general. So it's been mm. profound. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I really, I really love what you bring in around the, the, the journey and that increasing, just get, getting things more deeply and increasing our capacity. Because I think that's to really see it as an, as an ongoing life journey, isn't it? As you say, it has it such is. an impact, not just on parenting, but on ourselves and, and friendships and all the things. So I love that you included that. Yeah. Yay. Mm. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and was, was there anything about it? Do you remember when you first yeah. learned that you particularly loved that you went, Oh my gosh, you know, this is this really, you know, those really resonant parts or is it just like everything? <laughs> I, I still remember my, like you asking that in the circle and, and what I felt was just that thing about communicating um, with, with parents, like to have this kind of way of just, non-judgmental non-judgmental communication with each other building a relationship in that way that was what really sparked me because I find that I it, it is improving but I do have a hard time with family members sometimes with the non-judgmental and just being open and able to communicate so I thought wow if I could already start to listen to my baby um communicating through her cries or laughter or just her connection, understanding her, then that can have a profound effect on our future relationship, which I hope would be very close and connected and understanding with each other. Mm, so yummy, isn't it? That you know what yeah. you really want with her and now with your son too, and, and having the, this, these practices to support that. So yummy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I know today you particularly wanted to talk about uh, your journey to having two children and how you've navigated that with aware parenting. I heard you say that you have a lot of yeah. friends who ask you how, how that's been for you and asking for suggestions. So tell us all about it. I'd love to hear. <laughs> Great. Yay. So my, my children are about three years apart and I think 
you know, the principles are pretty much the same um, whenever there's an adjustment with a new baby. But um, I think it did help to have that three-year gap and to have my daughter be a little bit older and be able to understand the baby's coming. And it started even when I was pregnant, like about probably a few months pregnant, I started the whole um, preparation of the new baby coming. We read lots of books about babies being born and I would change the book's words a little bit if they weren't <laughs> what I liked, but I, I did plan a home birth and I did have a home birth. So I had some home birth books and I tried to make it um, as realistic, the expectations of what it would be like and just really prepare her. Um, and I think she was emotionally and, and like there able to understand like more or less what was going to happen with the baby coming. We also did some kinds of play, like um, attachment play with, with toys. I was surprised because I thought we would do symbolic play where I would be like, okay, this is the baby. This is the mother. But she always wanted to be the mother. She said, I'm the mother. I'm mama and your baby. So she wanted to be the mama, but all the time. <laughs> ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, yeah. If she, wonder if she was wanting to bring in some power reversal play that she got to be the yeah. mama and she got to be the, the do, you, do you have a sense of that? Yeah, it could be. Because it was always, I'm mama, your baby. And I'm like, okay, I'm baby. Like, even if we were public, like for months, it was, I'm mama, your baby. Yeah, so so that was, yeah. So wonderful that she knew you were, you opened that space for her and she knew exactly what she needed in order to be able to process it and to play and to, to yeah. through that. So wonderful. Hey. Yeah. And it was so interesting because I was so surprised. I thought we'd have some dolls and I'd pretend this was mama and baby would come out, but she had her way of directing the game. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that going on. And uh, also I remember, um, that we would do lots of present time. So lots of time where I would just let her lead. Um, yeah. And sometimes, especially by the end, I wasn't moving much. It was like, okay, we'll just lie in bed and we'll color together or we'll do whatever I was able to do, but just try to pour in as much attention to her as I could. Not always. Yeah. Sometimes I'd have to set a timer or I'd really have to force myself it wasn't always like an easy thing but it was something I thought was important yeah so so important as a preparation isn't it and I love how much you did and I love that you adjusted it as time went on and you found ways even when you even near the end where you weren't really wanting to move around a lot you found ways of doing it that, that were comfortable for you as well so yummy <laughs> thank you um yeah we did it we always kept up the power of versatile games like pushing on the swing like it's amazing how much she always loved that you always suggested that one to me where if I'm pushing her on the swing her feet will like push me over and I'll dramatically be like ah fall over just always got a laugh out of that so that was pretty impressive that that worked yeah 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 so did you do that like um after your son was born as well did you kind of continue those power of us games then yes yes we did and um I mean, like, the, yes, we always, we always, we still do those power reversal games. They still come up. Yeah. Not so much the, um, she's the mama, that she hasn't done that. Like after the baby was born, she didn't do that anymore. But the power reversal games and I, I added a few more, like after, after Bub was born, like she'd come on my back, we'd do the piggyback rides and she would push my shoulders. And that was just an instant gratification for her to, 
have that connection again, body contact and um, directing me, pointing which shoulder to turn to so that I would move in that way. And then we also added the game after baby was born. We added the um, she's mine game, which was very important. Yeah. Do you, so for people who are not familiar with the she's mine game, which is that's from Lawrence Cohen, isn't it? From um, play for parenting, his wonderful book. Do you want to, I think that is, I actually forget now where we get all these different. (laughs) So I always, I always like to aim to give the source and I'm not sure whether it was him or from, hand in hand parenting or it was from Anita so my apologies but one of those three do you want to share with um people who are not familiar with it because it's a really helpful one isn't it particularly for there's a new sibling or actually any siblings but yeah to tell us yeah. about how you played it I'd love to hear yeah well since all the attention well not all the attention but you know more attention now is going to a new baby then we would try to give my daughter attention and make her feel really important. And she, and yeah, she is so important. We would, we would say, no, she's mine. And then my husband would say, no, she's mine. And she loved it so much. She's mine. She's mine. And yeah, she just, she would ask for it. She was like, she's mine. <laughs> Did she? I, know, I don't remember exactly, but I remember her more or less asking for it. Oh, yay. So wonderful, yeah. isn't it? To know that yes. you, specifically that you were doing that to really help her know that she's, even though her new baby brother's here and he's getting a lot of connection, that she's still deeply loved and, and to know that it was really giving her that, that she was then asking for it. It's really reassuring, isn't it? To know that it's doing what it's designed to do. Yeah. Yes. And, um, I mean, I, I was consciously, consciously, even after the baby was born, like trying not to give too much attention to the baby, like still give her a lot of attention, but you know, it's still not as much as she was used to. She was used to three years of undivided attention. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a shift, isn't it? Even if you're doing everything you can as you did to, to, um, make that transition easier it's a, it is a big change isn't it to becoming yeah. one of one of two <sighs> yeah i love hearing all of those yes. all the attachment play any any other yeah. attachment play that you that you did that you enjoyed any other attachment play or any um, other, any other things that you found really helpful i i would involve her like we would we would be involved together in the preparation. So like she would help me sort the clothes that I was given or bought. Like she would help me prepare the nappy station. She, she was there like my second hand. We were working together to get everything um, prepared for the baby. And she loved being part of that. She loved being the helper and afterwards she was a great helper. She knew exactly where the nappies were to pass them to me. She, um, yeah, she she was she knew where the clothes were when I needed to change his clothes and I think um that was also really nice for her to get like some more um responsibility and roles um to help me as a mother of two now. And then she was a big sister and she was very proud to be that big sister and helping with everything. Oh, I feel so happy and delighted imagining you all. And I really, I really get that sense of her. It's like, oh, yes, I know where the nappies are and I know where the clothes are. And that, as you said, that sense of responsibility and, and competence, isn't it? Such, a, such an important need for children as well around about that age that she's getting to, you know, to know how to do things and to be able to help and to contribute. It's so yummy. Yeah, it is. 
is it is amazing to see how much she is capable of. <laughs> it just keeps surprising me every day. She's so capable of doing so much. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Um, because I was thinking that she might want to have, have like her own little baby or her. I don't think we actually, I like, I thought about that. I can't remember that happening so much. She does have a favorite little toy. That was just another idea. I remember maybe you had helped me with or um, in one of the group calls someone had suggested. So I think that could be another good suggestion to have like her have her own sling or carrier. We never, I don't think that ever actually happened so much for us with that kind of symbolic play, but that could be helpful for somebody. <laughs> yes. yes. So, so wonderful, isn't it, to know there's, that every family is different and for each child it's going to be something different that, that feels helpful for them that we get to play around with it all. Yeah, she does have a favorite little toy and I, I think that little toy did sometimes be the baby for her, like was her little baby. Um, but I mean, she just loves this one favorite little toy so much. So maybe in some way she was mimicking me with, with that toy becoming more so her baby and more connected with it. Oh, so, so yummy. And so you said, you've, oh, we've got a little bit of static. Haven't we? You've probably got rain there. We've got lots of rain here. Have you got rain? Yeah. Well? yeah. Yes, yes, lots of rain. <laughs> so apologies for those, the, yeah, those listening. We've got a little bit of static, I think, in the call from from probably one or other or both of our internet so thank you for thank you for listening continuing to listen um so you talked about other friends and and parents asking you about about that journey from one to two and supporting both of them are there other things that you tend to to share when people ask you um well of course still going with like when there's red flags when i see like when feelings came up you know, keeping with the principles of aware parenting, like letting her cry or tantrum or giving her the loving limits when I needed to, to help her release like big feelings or big emotions. So keeping going with that all the time. Um, and also the preparation was also about giving her the reality of what things will be like so like we had prepared her that her dad was going to take a month off of work and they'd get to spend so much time together it'd be really special and um what like that i would be in bed for a little while after the baby so she knew that he wasn't just going to come out and be like playing and everything that I would yeah that I would need to spend a lot of time resting with him and taking care of him oh I so love I that think, that's yeah so beautiful isn't it so important to give that accurate information because I think sometimes people can be encouraged to say oh you know you're going to love the baby and you're going to be able to play with the baby and actually the reality being that that's that's not going to be happening for a while and you know, <laughs> things are going to be really different so I love that you gave all that clear information so she really knew what it was going to be like it's such an important need isn't it like that, that information for children yeah she wasn't always happy about like when, when it was reality she wasn't always like i want dad all the time she did want yes. me a lot yes. so we did have to try to figure out like how it's in then okay adjusting um yeah. but yeah we did prepare her for what it would be and then we worked with it as as it came up as things changed yeah Hmm. 
And how was it for you? Is there anything you want to share about that transition for you and what you found helpful, like in an aware parenting context to support you in becoming a mama of two and navigating that, particularly that first year can be quite a big one, can't it? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just like at this moment, my son's over one year old and my daughter's almost four and a half and they play together and she's beautiful with him. And she says, I love you all the time to him. I mean, there's some moments that is not, I love you, but most of the time it is, I love you. And she's just wonderful and still helpful. So I think aware parenting, just sticking with it. Like, I don't feel like you know, I, I just can't be calm and patient, but most of the time I can, and I can be there for her. I can listen to her when she's having a big tantrum. I can sit there and um, support her in her tears. I can, you know, understand what's happening and not get mad at her for, for having these big feelings. Just like having that background knowledge is first of all, so huge and so powerful to be able to help her which helps me because it makes my life easier when she's able to release and then be calmer and helpful um and with my son the same thing like since he was born he was crying some some nights it was an hour some nights more um now he doesn't always even need a cry depending on you know what the days are like and he's pretty smooth cruisy great baby like so much joy and ease um yeah it's mm. just unbelievable <laughs> oh yummy and just for anyone who's unfamiliar with aware parenting i really want to say you know aware parents all about babies and children crying with loving support so when you're talking about him crying that's in in your arms while you're yeah. listening and being Thank present you. with the feeling so just if anyone's new to to this work um but it's so amazing isn't it in terms of that what you're experiencing with them and you know how much in love she had in the high proportion of time that she's in love with him and happy and all of those things and that's certainly what I found with my children too and it's it's such an amazing thing to to support them with so that they can actually have that harmonious and loving connection with uh, as siblings isn't it I mean what a an amazing gift that you're giving to both of them. I honestly feel like having two is easier than having one at this yes, stage. Like, I had that too. I yes. totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this point, like when he's, he's, you know, over one now. So he's, yeah, much easier to, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's always been pretty easy, but like at this, he can, they can actually like more or less play together. I don't need to be so watchful and, they, she just comes from, so for example, today came home from preschool and then right away they're interacting, they're playing, they're laughing together and I'm cooking dinner and while I just like look over occasionally to make sure they're okay and they're just having a great time together. Yes. Yay. It's so <laughs> yummy. So yummy. And, and I think yeah. that's one of the biggest gifts, isn't it, of aware parenting? That, mm. that was absolutely my experience. And I know a lot of people at the time, I don't know if you have this too, would say, oh, you know how they're getting on? And I would say 99% of the time, they're completely in love with each other. And, uh, you know, my experience was very similar to yours. It was like so much easier because they got their needs for connection so much met, you know, was always there, of course. But, and to know that so yeah. much of the, the the struggles with siblings can can be due to things like often unexpressed feelings and so the more we get to listen to those big feelings in both of them the more calm and 
connected and happy and loving <laughs> they can be which makes a huge amount of difference isn't it as you're saying as a as yeah. a parent just just in terms of ease that they're loving each other rather than you know other things so um yeah yes and in and in terms of um unmet feelings like when i see things coming up like there are moments yes. where sure. maybe it's been a busy day or we had visitors and things are not the usual or we went on holiday or something's happened and she's been had some big feelings and then I see her like she there has been moments where she's like tried to hit him mm. and then I take her I hold her I say no I know you love Ellie I'm not gonna let you hurt him I know you love your brother um and I hold her and she doesn't always want me to hold her um but it will it will give her the prompt to like let go of the feelings so I just move in when like the red, red flags come up and um then usually like after a, a cry she's back to her loving self and yeah with my little one um as i said yeah i, I would listen to him cry but i yeah crying in arms uh so always there with him never left him alone to cry and i would as a baby he would cry in arms and now that he's moving he just kind of climbs on top of me a bit moves around a bit and i'm just always there supporting him um to let him cry as long as he needs i'm right there next to him and also with my baby we do attachment play and laughter to help him release um emotions so it's not only with crying but also with laughter like peekaboo gives him a laugh before bed because it is a separation as you go to sleep you'll separate from each other or if we'll have i mean we do peekaboo all the time pretty much or hide and seek games together with my daughter and he loves it he laughs and she pushes him on the swing now to get him to laugh oh, so okay. i love <laughs> that yeah so now i don't have to push anybody on the swing <laughs> and she goes ah, Oh, I love that. I love hearing that, Laura. I, that, I had that same experience too with my children, my daughter. It was a four and a half year age gap. And, and the same thing that oh, this is the most wonderful thing, isn't it? That we're because mm -hmm. you're modeling all those forms of attachment play with the older sibling. They then do that with the younger ones. I have yeah. the same thing. So they're, they're getting to not only play and be connected, but to support the, the often the younger sibling in releasing feelings and processing things that so amazing so amazing i'm so celebrating <laughs> oh thanks marion thank you so much for sharing all the principles of our parenting and to make my life so much easier <laughs> and so much more fun that like i can actually enjoy this parenting thing and not be confused about what's happening and and i can help my children and support them yeah, yeah to um, enjoy life more yeah. yes yeah and i love that you said that earlier on about really the, what difference it makes to actually understand what's going on and the, as you say the red flags so if there is some some behavior bubbling up that you know what why and what's going on and how to support support either of them to to move through that and come out the other side it, it's so helpful isn't it to actually just have that understanding I yeah sometimes I wonder what it would have been like uh, to not have that and I think it would have been great do you know what I remember is um when I was in my twenties, my first of my friends to have a baby, and I remember that the the it was the, she was a toddler by this time, and I went to visit them, and the mama was cooking dinner, and the the toddler I was with the toddler just hanging out, and she started hitting me, and I just had mm -hmm. no idea. 
I just had no idea what to do. And I think, my goodness, to, without aware parenting, to, I just wouldn't have known how to, to, to stop hitting without being either harsh or, or otherwise just to accept being hit and to not understand why. It's just, it makes all the difference, doesn't it, to understand what's going on for them, what they need, how we can help in really clear, practical ways. Yeah, of course. Yeah, just a friend today actually sent me a message. My son has started hitting me. And she and I was so happy that she asked me. She's like, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm like, no, please bother me. It's <laughs> not bothering you. I want to spread the message. Like, Yay! And she's like, I, 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 from what you've told me, I understand that he's probably having some feelings he needs to release. And how can I help him do that? And it's hard. It is hard to, to sit there with your child crying and um, to know how, if it's going on too long. And yeah, I think that's why um, it's good that there are people around that can, you know, support each other. And I'm here, like if anybody wants to ask me or you're here <laughs> and there's so many amazing people training to be aware of parenting instructors um, to help because it, it, it did take me a while too, even to understand the principles, but then to, to know like, or to put it into practice that, you know, they're hitting, but they're trying to release emotions. And if they're not un, um, supported to release in a healthy way through crying or tantrums or laughter, then they'll use aggression or suppression. So, yeah, I think, I think aware parenting um, does still need, you know, until we completely can grasp it, like to have that support from instructors or friends or people that are practicing it so so important isn't it and like you i remember i remember in the first year or two and i i've even found emails that i wrote to aletha aletha salter the founder of aware parenting wow. at the time and just seeing just seeing that journey of really of cognitively getting it deeper and on a deeper and deeper level because it is so different from the, the the paradigm that we've grown up in for most of us and and let alone having that increased capacity isn't it for for listening to crying, for doing attachment play, for setting loving limits, all of those beautiful things. So I think it's really helpful to be compassionate with ourselves and to know we need support. We yeah. need to, yeah, we need other people around us who, who understand so we can you know, go on our own journey with it. Yeah. And that need for connection too is also so big. Like the, I think with all of the attachment play, the, the, the one that keeps coming up that, we always have to go back to is the present time and connection. And even if we're not even playing really together, just having me there sitting, sitting with my daughter um, makes her just so happy to have those few moments where I'm sitting next to her not worrying about the chores or something I have to do and focusing on whatever she's doing. Even if we're not interacting at all, I'm just sitting next to her. She, she shifts, her mood shifts. She's happier. She, has that feeling of support and connection. Oh, I love that you said that. It's such a core human need, isn't it? So, so, so core. And so, you know, I know there's a lot of talk now about things like co-regulation and the nervous system. Like literally we are, we are pre-wired, aren't we, as human beings to, to have connection and particularly for babies yeah. and children to have that ongoing physical physical and emotional presence. And it makes a huge difference to how they feel in their bodies and their feelings, isn't it? Hmm. Yes. And the same with us, like to have this kind of um, awareness of feelings and needs and red flags. And when I notice myself getting short tempered or my partner 
not being able to play and he's great at playing <laughs> um, oh, but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah then I see those red flags and I'm like okay we're parenting let me put this to use for for us and yeah just let him take some time <laughs> or I say I need some time just to you know do what I need to do so yeah I think it's helped me um come out of like the way I was raised was my mother having many children and using like yelling to kind of keep her sanity to kind of somewhat keep control of us. And I, I, I did see that a little bit that um, that was my fallback to yes. kind of yell and try to be like, no, and stop it. And so over the four years, it's been like a dramatic shift. Like I don't even feel like the same mother person because wow. I'm able to stop, see a red flag. As soon as it feels like too much, I can just like, take a moment and I can understand what's happening in myself. Um, yeah. And, and I think, yeah, understanding what's happening, why my daughter is reacting a certain, acting a certain way can help me also um, change my reaction. Uh, so I think it's a mix of like using aware parent, the knowledge of aware parenting to understand what's happening with my daughter, but then also using the principles of aware parenting and understand what's happening with myself or with my partner that, has just yeah made made my life like so much better. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I yeah, love that. Thank I love you. That. And I and I love what you said about you know changing as a mama and, and as a person because I I really see that in that in you you've really blossomed like it's really Aww. clear <laughs> like this beautiful flower has completely blossomed in in the four years that I've known you. So I love Aww. I love seeing that and I really want to acknowledge all that you've thank done. Thank you for that because I know you know it's not it's not necessarily an easy path it requires a lot mm. as well as being joyful and you know having all the wonderful outcomes but you know it does does ask a lot of us as well so I'm really celebrating you thank you so much Mary. and there's been so much healing there's been so much processing and work there's still so much to go but there's <laughs> there's been so much that has happened yes. um yeah Oh, yay <laughs> so much more um capacity for love and feeling of safety yeah thank oh. you so much oh i'm really so <laughs> joyful and happy and like oh. <laughs> yay <laughs> i encourage everyone to take the aware parenting path <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that isn't it it's like yeah by everyone <laughs> yeah so amazing and did you i know you had some notes there did you have anything else on there that you really wanted to share oh okay so i did want to share a little bit about challenges which i'm still working on um so like for example when when i need to put my baby his name's eliash or ellie when i need to put him to sleep and i is home um like the nap time so it's it's like setting her up um like i've, I've slowly start to get better at it but yeah that's like that time where it's like okay I really need to focus on helping him get to sleep and sometimes if it's like the middle of the day um and I know that she's not gonna be able to like sit by herself I won't listen to him at that time I'll, I'll maybe breastfeed him to sleep um and I know that in the evening when my husband's home and can play with her then then that will be the time that I can listen to my baby and help him release emotions and fall asleep without 
being fed to sleep. But um, sometimes like I do manage to have uh, a time in the middle of the day where I set her up if she's feeling like really connected after we've had like present time or we've done something together or made breakfast together, then she can sit and color. And I say like, it's, I'm just going to get him to sleep and then we'll have lots of time together. But yeah, that's been, it has been a challenge because it doesn't always work <laughs> and it can get pretty frustrating or she'll like, as soon as he falls asleep, scream or wake him up or that's when her emotions will come out. So that's been a challenge. Um, just trying to, yeah work on the, the time when really I need to focus on the baby. I can't focus on you. Um, but it, it has, you know, just keeping up with the aware parenting principles. And as she gets older, she gets more like aware. And we talk about it, um, that it's really hard. Like he needs to sleep and this is not your time to like scream. If you need to scream, you can go outside. <laughs> Mm, I so hear you and I send you so much love and you know I really want to acknowledge I, I tend to think it's a really helpful to always think of the bigger pic cultural picture that you know it's very unusual in human history to be in a nuclear family for you know one adult to be looking after one or two or more children and I think it can be really helpful to to hold that perspective in mind mm, thanks be compassionate with ourselves as well yeah do you uh, um would you like a little, would you like me to share what I did? I'm sure you probably, yeah. anyway, but we can have this alive because <laughs> it might be helpful as well. And again, I, I think it's really helpful to know, don't you, that for every family, this is going to look different and it really depends yeah. on the age of the older child as well. But I know, and, and um, my daughter, it was a four and a half year age gap. So it was a bit more. And I think the bigger the age gap, the, the easier it often can be for that, the older child. So mm. we also did a thing where I'd really set up the environment, but we'd set it up together. So she'd be right there and she'd be doing things. So we'd have like a table and snacks and food yeah, and uh, weaving or coloring, like the coloring, to, like your daughter and like little workbooks we'd she do. And I'd have him there. So often I would listen to feelings as well before, before naps and that we'd just be together. And so that was kind okay. of the, the thing that we would do so that, um, you know, she was there and she was kind of used to that. And if she had feelings as well at the same time, then I would listen to them both at the same time rather than mm. when he went to sleep. And um, I know that doesn't, doesn't fit for everyone, but I found that a really helpful way of then her not needing to, to, um, you know, I've really heard from lots of parents, the, the other child needing to, to, to be on their own can be hard sometimes. I really love what you do though, doing present time first and filling up her cup first. So she's way more likely to be able to do that. But anyway, I know that doesn't work for everyone, but I found that. No, really, that's really, really inspiring. Helpful. I like that. And I, and I think she does like being a part of like preparing things. Like she likes now like preparing her lunch for preschool together and things like that. So I think she would like to like set up her space and be like, would you be happy if, yeah. And also doing the listening together because I, I often say, okay, I'm going to now go into the bedroom and she's even suggested like, I'll help you get him to sleep. I'll listen yeah, with you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that might be part of it. Will you help me listen? What, what do we need to do? How can we say? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's always a fun thing, isn't it? I always like to see is like an experiment. There's no right or wrong, and every family's yes. different, and we always get to try out something and go, how does that? How is that? What happened? What what hmm. what what was enjoyable? What wasn't? And just to play with it. So, <laughs> I'd yeah. Love to see how you get on, by the way? If you do. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so excited to try it now. Yay! <laughs> yeah oh uh, so anything else in your, did you have anything else on your notes I love that you had notes <laughs> um yeah um I'm just I'm just quickly checking over my notes seeing if right. there's something else that, that that's been a big um lifesaver for me um I think that pretty much covers it yeah hmm. so i i had a couple of little questions okay like, great just in case <laughs> so um i mean i know you probably covered all this anyway but if people are listening and perhaps they're new to aware parenting and they're hearing and particularly perhaps they maybe have another baby coming or a new baby in the family is there would be there be like one thing that you would like to to like give as a piece of information or as a support that that you would have that that was really most helpful for you like even one sentence or one kind of thing to hold in mind might be helpful that everything you do is helpful so it's not just like oh i yeah every little piece um you don't realize the effect, but it does go a long way. So even if you've listened to your child for, you know, a few minutes and that's all that you've been able to do that, that week, that month, then that is going to go a long way. And you'll see the effects like later on, um, maybe. And so don't think that, you know, just because um, you're not doing everything, like not all the playing and not all the all the present time that you would want to or all the listening you'd want to that even implementing like a few a few of the principles of aware parenting can can really have a big effect and also that there's always support and empathy and um it really also helps the mother to be able to to listen to their children if they're able to express themselves with a loving partner or a loving friend or even a quick phone call um, or a message to somebody. So getting support and empathy is, is also very important because it is hard and it's really hard. It's a huge adjustment in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm really touched. <laughs> <laughs> that made sense. Uh, made complete sense. I loved it. Um, uh, do you have an invitation for people who are listening or maybe like a thing they might like to inquire into or ask themselves or I don't know? An invitation of any kind um yeah just i i think like noticing an invitation to like notice red flags with their child if they think that they could help them release um through crying or coming in with like a close connection um if they're if they're acting out in a way that seems aggressive or unusual to help them feel calmer because then it will later on help them to feel like to make their lives easier. So, um, and also just inviting 
inviting mothers to listen to their own selves and self-care and nurture themselves when they, they need to and take time with their, their partners too and listen to their partners to give them their space to release or connect. Mm, so yummy. <sighs> thank you, thank you. So, um, Laura, I know we're, we're February 2020. I know that you are planning, intending to become an aware parenting instructor this year. Yay! Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so, uh, how can people find out more about you and your work and what kinds of things are you doing and are you intending to do so that people can, can come and find out more about you? Yeah, um, I currently am at, I live near Lismore, New South Wales, Australia, and um, I um, am working with the midwife who um, was my midwife for my home birth for my son and supporting women if they wanted to talk about where parenting, have a consult. I also teach yoga and give massage there. So um it's been great because a lot of people that have come to moms and bubs or pregnancy yoga, I've mentioned aware parenting and then that has inspired them to learn more. And I also have a website, um, which is, should I give the website or I can write the yes. link. Oh, and no, then maybe, maybe say it as well. So that people, people who say it as well. Can, yeah. yeah. So it's, um, www.l like Laura J S like Shaz peace p-e-a-c-e um dot com www.ljspeace.com yay so i mainly do um in-person consultations i do do some workshops a few i've done i did a few last year i'm hoping to do a few this year with teaching the tools of aware parenting and I, I'm open to also doing Skype or Zoom calls if somebody's not local. Yeah. Yay. So, so yummy. Yay. Um, yeah. uh, can people find you on social media? Do you have a... Yeah, I have um, some Facebook pages that I need to update. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so good. But you can find my name, Laura Shaz, and then I have one that's, um, I think it's called Mums Yoga and Aware Parenting. <laughs> and so if I will put that link on um, as well. Great. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So, and I, need to, I need to put some new posts on there. <laughs> Yeah, so here you and you've got so you got so much mama of two and so on all that you're doing and really appreciate you i've so enjoyed chatting with you today laura thank you so much so did i thank you marian that was wonderful thank you thank you so um again so much love thank you for sharing i imagine it's going to be so um i just feel so happy and joyful hearing you hearing you speak so i imagine it's going to be a lot of joy and and um inspiration from the people that are listening so thank you thank you any last words oh that's the internet going any last words perfect timing (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's the end of our time just um i'm so impressed with all these beautiful mamas that are seeking out um any any ways that resonate with them that's more helpful and you know helping their lives with um raising children and as you said it's such a hard job in this 
modern society where we're doing it pretty much all on our own with not much support. So I'm sending lots of love out there to, to all the families and I'm so happy to help um, if I can. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, thank, you, Yay. Thank, you, thank you, Laura. Thank you, thank you. And so Thanks, much, <laughs> so much love to you and so much love to all the listeners.